Hey folks, if you've seen any of the great merch we have lately, we've got Witch Police shirts, we've got bags, we've got more gear on the way. That's all made by our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Whether it's screen printing or embroidery, heat press vinyl or graphic design, Divine Shirts is the place to go for your band merch. They've been doing some of the best stuff from the best bands in Winnipeg and beyond. And if you're looking to get some merch made, head over to divineshirtcompany.ca or follow them on Instagram and tell them which Police Radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, here I am in my home of the internet once again, and I have a guest who is new to the podcast, and actually, to be honest, fairly new to me as well. I think I just discovered your music, uh, for myself anyway, uh, relatively recently. So I think that you have, I have a lot of questions for you. I know you, you've kind of been all over the place with your music in various countries around the world, and now you're here in Winnipeg, and I think the best way to sort of start this off is if you want to just introduce yourself and maybe give just a quick bit of background about where you come from musically. Okay. Uh I am Onalu. I am from Argentina. I I was I was born there and I grew up there and then I moved to the US briefly to study in college at Berkeley College of Music and basically after that I moved here okay. in 2016. Um from mu- for music, um, where do I come from? <laughs> I started when I was little, fairly little, like five years old, taking guitar lessons and singing. Uh, I did that for a couple of years. And looking back now, I, I realized how obvious it was, how much I liked it. I teach kids now, so oh, cool. I, I realized when I see this in a kid and I, I would just remember like being five years old and sitting for hours in the living room like figuring out the chords and and, and playing and singing so i did that then music was out for like 10 years and i took it up again when i was a teenager okay. uh, guitar i picked up the guitar to play in church <laughs> at mass and i basically started like looking at my friends and and i don't know just learning how to play again uh, but i I loved it. I loved it completely, but I never thought about doing it professionally. It just wasn't part of the possibilities for mm-hmm. me. Uh, there was nothing wrong with it. My, I, ha- I come from a very musical home, but I guess not. no one had done it professionally before. So, so I only decided to do it professionally when I was 20 years old. So then I just basically studied a lot. <laughs> went to college a lot <laughs> I, and I, I studied classical composition I got a degree in Argentina for classical composition and then I went to Berkeley in Boston to focus on what I came to realize what was my passion which is writing songs and performing uh, so I went there and I, I focused on some writing on the singing and I learned production okay uh, all things that I love doing now and that's how basically life brought me up to this point <laughs> how did you end up in winnipeg of all places of all places right <laughs> uh you can't imagine like the reactions from my friends and family <laughs> and saying, where where are you going where winnie like winnie the pooh yeah yeah you know, it's 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 winnipeg it's a city in canada okay um so <laughs> we 
many years back, uh, we were thinking with my boyfriend, now husband, we wanted to live abroad, we wanted to try, you know, we're both artists and Argentina is pretty tough uh, country to make a living okay. doing arts. Um, so we were thinking where to go, we liked Spain, we liked Australia, and then we, we kept meeting people who had lived in Canada or who were living in Canada and hearing such good things and and then he has a cousin who has lived here for i don't know 15 years or okay. so that helps yeah and yeah and then there was this like a uh, program of sponsorship and immigration and blah 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 so we said okay let's try let's try it sounds such a like such a great country yeah so here we are trying and it's going <laughs> It's going pretty well. That's good. That's good. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you is because, you know, most of the people I have on the show have either lived in Winnipeg, in Manitoba, or even just elsewhere in Canada most of their lives. And so I imagine that their path to getting into the local music community is slightly different from yours because they're kind of born into it, right? So what was your uh, experience, you know, once you got here, sort of finding your place within the community here? Because there's such a huge music community, I mean, uh, of all styles of music here, and then art is obviously a very important thing for Winnipeggers. How did you sort of find your place in here? Well, that was quite an adventure. And now, like, looking back, I I see how kamikaze i don't know if that's the word <laughs> yeah, yeah. i was moving here because i really did, knew nothing about the music scene and i knew i knew it was a kind of a small city compared to where i grew up yeah, yeah. And, but, but well it was a mystery and even more so like i'm singing in spanish this latin american like folk music yeah what's gonna happen so well i moved here and i started realizing very quickly the the music scene was very, I don't know, the, uh, diverse mm-hmm. and so active and there were all these festivals and so that was a big relief but then there was this big question, where do I fit in here? And and very quickly, thank God, I I was introduced to to some great musicians like Rodrigo Muñoz, okay. Papa Mambo yeah, yeah. and Victor uh, Bustamante and Philippe Munier, the flamenco guitar player and Amber Epp and, and these people were making flamenco or Latin music. Marco Castillo, he yeah. was great help. So very quickly I met them. Um, so quick that like two months after landing here, I, I was singing background vocals at the jazz festival. Oh, cool. at, wow. wow. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a big... At Old Market Square, <laughs> yeah. thanks to Rodrigo Muñoz, which was a great experience and it helped me a lot. You know, it was a very big emotional boost for me at that time. So I met these people and... So there was like this light of hope very quickly, like, okay, it's possible. These people are making this music here. They are happy. They have a good life. So that was great for me. However, <laughs> like the first year, of course, no, of course, nobody knew I existed. Right. So it was just uh, meeting people. And I, I, I printed this. I, I saw there was a lot of live music in like restaurants and events and stuff. So I printed this little folder and I would go to restaurants and like, hello, I am Ana Lu, I'm from Argentina, here's my, if you want to hire us, blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't know, I must have left like 60 folders yeah. around the city. And yeah, but it was like almost to the date, like a year after getting here that I started getting work. Okay. And, and when I started getting work, it was amazing. And, and I was then like after... Uh, a few months in, after the year, I was performing like five times a week, sometimes doing like, which was crazy, but like two um, 
two restaurants, for example, in a day, oh, like wow. playing like five hours. <laughs> I, I was crazy, but I was so happy. And that gave me, that certainly gave me like the opportunity to develop and grow a lot you know, as a performer and, and, and having to perform in all sorts of conditions. Um, and that was great. And, and yeah, and, and after the restaurants came, you know, festivals and, and then I, I heard about grants and I started applying to grants and I got grants to develop, to, to do shows, to compose music. So I am really amazed uh, uh, like about how I've been received here. That's, that's really, nothing really good but to hear. I'm grateful. En la calle los teléfonos van paseando a las personas. Todos ojos hacia abajo, que mirarnos se incomoda. Se ignora el que está al lado y se habla el que no está. Sobran tantas conexiones que olvidamos conectar Poco a poco en cada área de la vida cotidiana Se hace menos necesario encontrarnos cara a cara El avance tecnológico es sin duda fascinante Pero hay algunas cosas que se hacían mejor antes Que se vuelva a bailar de a dos, que se vuelva a bailar Oh, 
it's really good to hear because I do I do think that you know Winnipeg because I mean like I haven't played in a band in a long time but when I did I mean I'm still friends with all the people that I played in bands with when I was a teenager and we all still live here and I feel like the community is so insular where everyone knows each other and everyone's played together that I often wonder how it is for newcomers so that's really great to hear that people have been welcoming and you, you found all these opportunities uh, to perform here and. Well- what do you play? I'm just curious. Oh, I played guitar very poorly, and uh, <laughs> but it was. I'm sure. I'm sure not so poorly. Uh, pretty poorly. <laughs> that's why I do this now. That's why I don't. That's why I talk to people who do it well, right? But uh, oh, come on. Okay, so guitar. Yes, mainly. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But uh, okay. But yeah, so the, like, there's such a tight knit group, right? Everyone knows each other, and I'm sure that by now you've been here long enough where you're starting to. So you've realized that already, right? Everyone's. Yeah, I, I know. That I yeah, I realize that, but I still feel like. I, I need to meet so many musicians. Yeah. I, I've I've kind of like I've met these amazing like Latin musicians who have been awesome to me and I love them. But yeah, I I still feel like there there's lots of people. I see so much music happening here all the time. Yeah. That I'm eager to get to know and collaborate with more musicians. Who would you say is um is your audience because you know when you're singing in Spanish, like you said earlier, a lot of people in Winnipeg that's not there's not their first language or their second language. I mean, you know, there's maybe English and French, but but Spanish is only for a small small segment of the population. So, is much of your audience outside of Canada, or are you do you have sort of a a growing fan base here in Manitoba? Well, here performing a lot, I I like I have a group i have people who follow me who yeah. like what i do every time i play uh even when there is almost nobody who speaks spanish in the audience i people come to me say such nice things they truly i think genuinely enjoy it yeah uh what, what i've done a few times what i do uh shows with my music um i print out or project on a screen on the stage like the translation for the oh, lyrics cool. okay and people love that. They always thank me so much because, of course, it's another layer, right? You can enjoy like my voice or the melody or, you know, the music, which is amazing in itself. Like it can transcend language. Yeah, I, I'm saying yeah. not my music, like music in no, general. No, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, it yeah. transcends. Yeah. But then when they, I, I love, I, in my music, there is a lot of focus on the lyrics. I love writing the lyrics, and 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 it, it's really very important for me. To me that people understand what i'm saying so um when they understand what i'm saying it's also like the experience gets even better well, they can everyone. get a deeper appreciation for what you're doing because they actually have the sound and the and the story behind it right yeah but but going back to your question i feel like i yeah i i i've i've collected like a, an audience here that i hope will still uh keep growing when i, I go back to playing more shows yeah now that we're getting over covid hopefully hopefully um but yeah but on social media my audience is more much more on latin america and spain okay um mexico uh, colombia argentina brazil uh, brazil which is also strange because they spe- speak portuguese, portuguese yeah, but, yeah. but the, there's also a big chunk of, of people who like what i do there um uh, yeah, so on social media, it's more like spread. Okay, okay. Around. Otra vez una sonrisa amarga y este temblor en los huesos. 
de saber que la enfermedad es igual al remedio. Solo tenerte mi amor me hace efecto, que adicción irremediable. No sé vivir sin lo que me das, esto es incurable. Aunque sea mi amor, es bien nuestro este I mean, listening to your music, it seems to me that it's very folk-based and it's singer-songwriter music. Mm. Is there a way you define it outside of that? That's just sort of, you know, because as someone who doesn't know a lot of Spanish-language genres of music, I know there's there's a whole other world there of things that I've heard a little bit here and there, and I, I, I like things that I've heard here and there, but I definitely don't know the, the details and the, the, the specifics of all of the subgenres in the Spanish-speaking music world. So are there other styles that you would kind of associate with what you do? 
Uh, you you pretty much nail it. This is because, yeah, yeah, when I, when I, when I have to describe, yeah, I think the most accurate is like um, to use the words folk, and um, I would add pop probably okay. just not okay. because I don't do like um, traditional, you know, folkloric music. I just um, do fusion, you know, take yeah. elements from from folkloric music and and kind of make a my thing with it. And then you also said singer songwriter. Which is also like you know the, this focus on the lyrics and more like a for personal yeah. style. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's easy then. Then I can explain. <laughs> I can understand it from my Anglo perspective, right? <laughs> yes, you got it right. Yeah. Your perception was correct. <laughs> so what? I, I don't want to talk about the pandemic because I, I'm almost sick of talking about it. And like you said, we're we're hopefully coming out of it here. But what have mm-hmm. you found over this period where shows haven't? been able to happen anywhere near the way that they had happened before have you has it been a, a creative time for you or a productive time or have you just been frustrated by the lack of um opportunities well uh there's been some frustration but also i have to confess like it happens many times i think in crisis we find like uh i don't know like uh more strength to do stuff yeah uh somehow it's i don't know survival instinct or <laughs> I don't know, but um, but it's been very creative and very productive. And, and out of this, what it's been like a year and a half, yeah. maybe. Um, somehow after the first few months of, wow, it's, what's happening? Um, then like I collected myself and, and then I, 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 I uh, started like planning the release of new music. I've released two singles. I'm, I have the plan laid out for the release of my second album. Oh, cool. I got a grant to compose my third album already. Um, I, I started like, um, I had this big, um, I, I feel like um, pending thing, which was connecting through social media, which people with people is such a great opportunity, such an exciting time we live in. Yeah. And it was like, a I didn't know how to. And also within this time, I found a way and I started like doing live shows uh, through Instagram and connecting with people all around the world. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I miss, of course, like performing live. I miss it so much, but I've been able to stay sane doing these online shows and and also to like grow in other aspects. And, and in many aspects, I am I am better for it, like for things that I've I've been able to do during this time. Okay. That's, that's that's good to hear as well, yeah. Because I think that it's uh, it goes either way, right? People either find, like you said, a second wind to to sort of just uh, take on new things, or they've just been completely blocked and 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 feel like they can't they can't create. So it's good to hear that you've been finding ways to to yeah. get yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Doing these things have like uh, I've been composing a lot, like more than other periods in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the I don't know, channeling the emotions, the frustration, the uncertainty. So such crazy, unprecedented times. So uh, doing this has probably saved me from depression or, (laughs) I don't know, some dark places. Yeah, yeah. Do you find that the way you're composing is different during this time? Like, is there a different tone to the music you're making just because of the the world you're surrounded by? Mm, uh, yes, I think like I'm living differently. Okay, yeah, and and I'm like my my songs from always like have had kind of like um strong emotional content. I like to to talk about I feel like what matters, yeah. you know, to people. I, I I always think like 
I want to make songs that make you feel whatever you need to feel that that you can't uh, my hope is that you can't listen to one of my songs and just not be moved like it, right. it, it will make you feel something and and I, yeah the songs I've been composing I I are more intense I think um because I'm also living like more intensely I sure. try not to postpone stuff I try to like seize the moment seize the day try to enjoy um whatever comes to my everyday yeah enjoy it more because nothing is now now we know <laughs> nothing is um guaranteed that's right, right. yeah yeah yeah, we've all experienced that for the past year and a half that yeah everything that seemed normal has now just been completely uh, upheaval yeah yeah so whenever i'm like i don't know or procrastinating a lot or just starting to worry a lot i i just remind myself well enjoy everything that's good today we don't yeah. know what's going to happen tomorrow that's right yeah you know, yeah what super virus or whatever can happen tomorrow sure yeah yeah take advantage of the time that you do have yeah yeah mm -hmm. what um what's the best way for people to hear you because i i feel like you know like you said you you've developed a, a following here in winnipeg and you you've been around long enough that a lot of people are familiar with you but for those who aren't what's the best way to, to find out what you're doing and, and to hear the stuff you have out now uh, well, I'm my music. My released music is on Spotify and all platforms like Deezer, yeah. iTunes. Like it should, it should be. It is on every platform. There are also many uh, videos on YouTube. Uh, the many video, two videos I shot here in Winnipeg. The last one showcases many parts of the city. And I watched that nice, one. Yeah, it's very, very Winnipeg. Yeah. It's. Uh, I think that anyone yeah, from right? here it's... will recognize everywhere in that video immediately. I love that. I yeah. love that. And I love uh, showing that to people outside Canada. And this is where I live. And they're like, oh, really? That's what Winnipeg looks like? <laughs> they, they don't imagine, you know? Yeah. And so the videos on YouTube. And then I have like social media, Facebook, Instagram. I focus a lot on Instagram. I do live shows every Wednesday, like called Lunch Breaks okay. uh, at 11 a.m. So there I am with my guitar, just singing every Wednesday for like 20, 25 minutes. And yeah, that's basically there's a second album coming the third album coming so i'm gonna be bugging everyone with my music for some time <laughs> do you plan on uh continuing that those lunch break uh instagram videos even once you're getting back to playing regular shows i think so i think so because um as i said it's a way like people from winnipeg connect but also people from everywhere connect yeah, yeah. and i love that i I, I just love that. I think that's so magic. I It, it doesn't cease to amaze me yeah. that we can do that. So, yeah, as, for as long as I have the energy um, and the spirit to do it, I'll keep doing it. I think I feel it brings a lot of joy to my life. Uh, it brings a lot of stability to my emotional life. Yeah. And and people seem to like love it too. Like the people who follow and connect, I, I feel like they are giving something to them too. So, yeah. Well, it's a regular scheduled thing they can they can they can know to look forward to, right? Yeah, exactly. I've been doing it, I think, for eight months now. Okay. Every Wednesday, uh, uh, so yeah, I, I love that. So I'll keep doing that. Parecías inocente, como santo en un altar. No sobraba todo el mundo con mirarnos nada más. Nos pasaron mil cien lunas. Dejamos de intentar, todo cambia y yo no espero más. Nos veremos en el paraíso. 
sin saberlo, amor mío, ya perdí. A la que más te quiso. En el ruido del silencio nos dejamos de entender. Disfrazamos de cansancio estas ganas de correr. Cuando no quedaba nada, ya más nada que volver. No quedaban ni las ganas de querer. Nos veremos en el paraíso Porque tanto lloré Que apagué hasta el infierno Nos veremos en el paraíso Es que sin saberlo Amor mío, ya perdí Sea la que más te quiso Diste tu suerte por sentado porque estuve siempre a tu lado, ladrón Te robaste diez años de mi vida Nos veremos en el paraíso Porque tanto lloré que apagaste el infierno Nos veremos en el paraíso Es que sin saberlo, amor mío, yo perdí que más a la que más a la que más te quiso Before I let you go, I, 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 one, one thing I used to do when I started doing this show, I've been doing it for a long time now, but when, when I first started interviewing people, I was always trying to figure out what Winnipeg sounds like. And I have this idea in my head that whether it's a, a folk singer or a rapper or a metal band or a, a rap, you know, anything, an electronic musician, I feel like there's something that sounds Winnipeg about a lot of music, and I have no idea what it is. Do you think that Winnipeg has like a feel to it or a sound to it that, that, that you've heard? in other people's music and maybe is seeping into yours a little bit? Huh. Interesting. I don't know if there's an answer to that question. I don't think there is because no one's been able to answer it yet, but I like asking it because I think there's something um, specifically here about a lot of people's sound, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm, I, as someone who's from outside, um, curious what you think about that. Uh, what comes to my mind uh, are two things. Okay. Um, one, I feel like... Um, People who make music here, I feel kind of like I resonate. I, I've listened to, yeah, to composers, songwriters such as myself, and I feel like there is this, also this intensity and in the emotion, like the depth, you know, okay. and the feeling. Uh, I, I love that, and also, you know, I, I'm. I love jazz. I'm not a I'm not a jazz singer or whatever. But I love singing jazz. Yeah. I went to Berkeley where it's all jazz, but uh, I never expect expected to live in a place where jazz is so alive as it is in the city. So I feel that that also keeps like the influence alive in my music. Okay, from okay. jazz. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, it's interesting to hear that because I mean, I think that we take it for granted that the jazz is such a big thing here with with the jazz mm. festival and with all of these uh, showcases and things that artists are doing. And yeah, it's not necessarily the case in other cities that we have this kind oh, of no. connection. Yeah, no, 
No, not at all. It's a very jazzy city. It's yeah. surprising. That's cool. So, yeah, I, I like that. I think I think that's very cool. And 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 also, as I said before, like the diversity. I love that, and that strangely, but somehow makes me feel at home. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. So I I love that. It makes me feel comfort comfortable about keep exploring what I do in my music freely.
Thank you.